welcome to the South Road Boys. I am Joe. I am Troy. How are you, mate? I'm good, mate. How are you? I am pretty damn good for Monday. I've been Jimmy. I feel gym. I feel gymmed. You feel gymmed? Yeah. Gym- mowing or plumbing no, no, or antenna? No, gym- gymmed is in like, you know, cardio stuff and ah. weighty stuff and, you know, gymmed. 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 Well, happy... I don't know if people use that term, but I'm using it. Gymmed. <laughs> gymmed. Happy <laughs> strawberry ice cream day as well, by the way. Oh, you and your days. What yeah. did we have last time? Was it, um, wasn't Nerd Day, it was World Rotation Day? Earth Rotation Day, Earth yes. Rotation Day, you idiot. <laughs> so apparently... Today is um, Strawberry Ice Cream Day. Right. So for all those lovers of strawberry ice cream, which I am one, happy day to you. But the other thing that is I found out today... Is this a ginger thing, though, dude, before you go any further? Is this your way of kind of saying I love the ginger? No, but you should love a ginger, because no, well, no one else will. <laughs> I do love you, so it's okay. Yeah. In um, a purely heterosexual, non-sexual, <laughs> don't want to suck your cock going away. <laughs> Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, look, whatever I dream is my own business. <laughs> yeah. Don't want to try. Come on. Um, but <laughs> Starting off in the gutter. It's beautiful. It, well, you know what? And the good thing from that is that there, there, we only got one direction we can go, which is up, maybe. Oh, no, but we could go down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Um, speaking of going down the drain, today I found out you could be feeling the most miserable you're going to feel all year. So Why? if you woke up today feeling pretty fantastic, that's a good sign for 2018. Because apparently, allegedly, the 15th of January is the lowest you're going to feel all year. How <laughs> did they work that out? Really? Well, yeah, apparently, coined in Britain, it's called Blue Monday. Um, in the Northern Hemisphere, obviously, it's you know, winter and cold and dreary and it's also dark and and it's the fed up factor. It's the post-Christmas has always been a bit of a downer. So what they've done is they've done a calculation, which is brackets W plus brackets D minus D brackets, big brackets, times TQ divided by brackets M, X, uh, times NA brackets, okay? So the W stands for weather, then debt, then your salary, then time, time since Christmas, time since you've broken your New Year's resolution, motivation levels, and while NA is the feeling of needing to take action. And apparently, according to all that mathematical science, the 15th of January is the when you're going to feel your most shit. Because all your money's gone, all your bills have come in for Christmas, it's dark, and you, 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 you ate too much for Christmas, Christmas is over, you had some New Year's resolutions. Everything was going to be great, but you're already not going to the gym. You've already had two packets of smokes. You're back on the you're back on the beer, and and you've already slept around with someone. So you've broken all your New Year's resolutions, and you say that are you going to feel the shit? Oh, and you're probably back at work. I, I didn't really hear any of that. I was too busy hanging myself. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know, by pure coincidence, this is really funny that you mention all that. Because you would have seen my post I put on my um, Troy Barnes writer author page, like the Facebook I, page yesterday, I which actually had a couple of very similar things. Yes. That's, That's really exactly bizarre. That's exactly what it is. So like, I basically said, you know, basically you've had a cigarette, you haven't been in the gym, and you're only yes. texting that guy that you met on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And I was saying that from a female point of view, not that I'm texting a guy, not that I'm against well, you, texting guys. Dude, if you want to do what you want to do, that's fine. You've, but, you've, you've texted me in the past. Yeah, and I and I've kept them. 
damn screenshots. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we've shared dick pics. Uh, dick Tracy, Dick Johnson, Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just never gets old, oh. that gag. That's like your face is... Oh. I've got. I, um, I really didn't know where you were going with that one for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I didn't some know mates. You're going with your dick. <laughs> <laughs> your dick or your dick? Because <laughs> dick in ah deck. Because dick in New Zealand is your deck in Australia. So yes, exactly. Um, it's very confusing. And for those people who haven't experienced that ad, uh, go to YouTube and look up New Zealand uh, decking. Uh, cleaner or decking varnish ad, and it's Something and it's like a that. you'd find yeah, it. and it's a fake ad. But the guy who's doing the accent does an overtly New Zealand accent, and instead of saying deck, he says dick. And you've got to oil your dick, and when everyone sees your dick, they'll be very <laughs> envious of your well-oiled dick. And it's, it's very hilarious. very funny. And I have yet to meet a Kiwi who also doesn't find it funny. But New Zealanders are great at being able to laugh at themselves. Um, yeah, I, they are. I think I've told you the, the hey bro. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Actually, so that was my... on one of our. Uh, I'm not sure whether it was on one that people listened to, or whether maybe that was on one of our missing files. <laughs> the missing files. Well, <laughs> well. Long story short, as my daughter was growing up, she used to have books, and the dog says wolf, and the cat says meow. And then someone gave her a hand puppet, and that hand puppet was a kiwi bird. And she says, Daddy, what does a kiwi say? And I just went, hey, bro. And so from that day on, dogs go wolf, cats go meow, and kiwis go, hey, bro. And every kiwi I've told since then um, <laughs> I goes, love it. yeah, that's pretty funny. And one guy I told was, oh, yeah, man, I don't even know what they say. Hey, they're a bit shit, and you can't even eat them. <laughs> you can't even eat them. So, I don't even eat them. Yes. So that's what we're... That, that's... I don't know how we got to New Zealand yeah. accents, but today... I will step if, back a bit, though. Um, this, speaking of this day, this is a perfect segue into something I wanted to just bring up slightly. Oh, yep. Uh, this is this is the day when you're meant to feel the worst. Mm-hmm. When you're meant to feel terrible. Scheisen, as they say in Germany. You, you know who else feels terrible right now? <laughs> oh, I bet you... The guy, I, I think I know. <laughs> you know right now, don't you? Is he in and Hawaii? And that's a quote. He feels terrible. Is he in Hawaii? He might be in Hawaii as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you there what, you go. this you guy, go. this guy is not a great lover. His wife does not like him in bed. He doesn't know how to do the business because no. he pushes the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> you had just one job. One job. Yeah. So for those who imagine don't... the crazy Yeah, explain it. You're going to tell everyone, everyone... Oh, well, I'll do it then. Go for it. You're into it. <laughs> All right. So there is... Um, in the United States, they have a uh, a system whereby the... Uh, I think the local government or even the state government has a, a notification centre of being able to send messages out to mobile phones by text. It's an, it's a, yeah. an alert. Amber Alert, Golden Alert, or whatever they call it. Great and system. Excellent system. And I think they even do it... Um, Perfect system. In, 
Yeah, and I think they even do it for, for missing kids and stuff like that. So if your phone is in within the area of a kid that's gone missing, you'll get this alert come up on your phone. It'll sound like you've gone to DEFCON 1 and maybe a picture of the kid pops up okay, so that that's cool. you can be on alert. Um, and that's, I know they do it for tsunamis too. That's another one that's major on their alert system. Yeah, So, but unfortunately what happened was they were running a a test of the um, missile warning system in Hawaii. The ballistic missile yeah, warning. Yeah, but I think you got to have ballistic because everyone went ballistic. <laughs> everyone, especially movie star Jim Carrey, who thought he only had 15 minutes to live. So at apparently, uh, I think it was something like 8.30am, um, the emergency alerts, emergency alert in full caps... Ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill. (laughs) And they've actually shown the massive spike in searches of how to survive a nuclear attack. Oh, I didn't see that. From all the people who binged, how do you survive a nuclear attack in Hawaii? It just skyrocketed. Some people ran, you know, run for the hills. And then people... I just can't believe that people's first panic. thought is to jump on the internet and work out what to do. <laughs> Absolutely. But the thing is, it, it, came, it came in the morning, so not everyone, not everyone got it. it not everyone them, had a coffee. <laughs> not everyone had a coffee, no. It, um, it took them 39 minutes to correct their mistake. 39 minutes. And there's... There's uh, billboards and electronic messaging boards all throughout Hawaii going, there is no threat, there is no threat, there is no threat. Um, Oh, actually, sorry. Apparently 12 minutes is how long it took. Oh, 12 minutes. I didn't see the time. 12 minutes. Still, that's a long 12 minutes, isn't it? I I thought, (laughs) yeah, I thought that was, um, for some reason I thought it was, hang on. The blunder was corrected 12 minutes later by officials on Twitter. But the all clear message wasn't distribu- distributed to the public until 38 minutes after oh, the right. initial mistake. So, if you receive this message saying you're going to die, if you didn't jump on Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> um, if your first move was to not jump on Twitter, then you wouldn't have known oh. until 38 minutes later. And the delay was reported because there was a guy who was running the test, uh, a two step process. So, you're going to do this message and the old. Are you sure you really want to delete this? <laughs> <laughs> and he's gone, yeah, oh. no, no, it's okay. Um, apparently, he feels quite bad about it. Uh, his actual words are, worker, in caps, in quotes, feels terrible. <laughs> worker feels <laughs> terrible. And that is that is up there. Oh. That's, that's the, you had just one job. It is. I tell you what, though, isn't that a great story down the track to be able to tell at the pub? With the, you know, you meet someone. Oh, how you going? What do you do? Oh, I just, you know, look after a ballistic missile warning system. I oh, really. <laughs> I heard someone actually put in a false one. Press the wrong button. Yeah, yeah that'd be me. me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now, can I have your signature, dude? Can I get a selfie? <laughs> can I get a selfie? You're the bomb, man. You're the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> you blew Twitter up. Oh. <laughs> Wouldn't you want you'd love his name to like be Bruce? He could be known as Ballistic Bruce. Ballistic like you want Bruce. this really cool name with a B. Bam Ballistic Bam Barry Ballistic Australian. Bam Bam Ballistic Bruce. 
Um, so oh, yes, so there is gold. there is there is already a internet worth of memes, um, very similar to what happened to uh, the guy who was on the original Jurassic Park, Phil Tippett, I believe is his name, and Phil was the guy who originally had the title of Dinosaur Supervisor. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. But yep. then I found out that after that. Because um, then he got messages like, Phil, this wasn't fucking amateur hour. People died because of your lack of supervision. There were raptors all up in the kitchen, Phil. In the goddamn kitchen! <laughs> um, and then, you know, I mean, what the hell, Phil? Um, and then so on the next one, he got downgraded to dinosaur consultant. <laughs> because fans came in an outrage. And um, oh, and no. then he, he <laughs> and then Scott oh, uh, Brian Scott Scotty B um, tweeted out downgraded from dinosaur supervisor to just dinosaur consultant consultant people still died Phil loads of people <laughs> <laughs> and Phil's response oh. on Twitter was to be fair there were a lot of dinosaurs it was a really large job <laughs> and then. Um, and then what was the last one? One of the ones I saw was um, uh, that he came back and someone said... <laughs> um, right, okay, so DJL, Dan J. Law, tweeted, uh, let's be honest, at Phil Tipper did a pretty shite job. Everything ran fucking loose. And <laughs> Phil's response was, everybody who has a dinosaur named after them, raise their hand. Anyone? Oh, no. Just me, right? <laughs> so, but um, uh, so, the, so the, this dude's—he's obviously he's up in an echelon of people. Uh, because I, I don't know how many people live in Hawaii, but there must be—I'd say millions. I'd say a couple of million. Let me, let me just bing that while we're talking. But there yeah. will be a fair population base in Hawaii. And and I'm from my understanding, it, it did go out to all their cell phone providers. So it came up as one of these alerts, and you can't, unless, of course, you go into your phone settings and change don't show alerts, it would have gone to at least half the population. And then everyone else would have been calling, you know, grandparents or parents or whatever, saying, I know you don't have a phone. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And people would just, well, as you would be. I mean, imagine being told that a ballistic missile is, attack is imminent. That wouldn't be good. I tell so, you what, there may be a lot of children born nine months from now. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a perfect time. You, you, we've only got like, you know, an hour to live. You know, I don't want to die a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine a lot though, of imagine... very ugly men lost their virginity. Yeah, mm. and, and like, so you've got this guy who's just walking down the beach and there's two supermodels there just, you know, they're on holidays and whatever and they're just lying on the beach and it's all relaxed and they all get the text message and he goes, how about it? And they've gone, why not? <laughs> <laughs> why not? And it's his oh. first time at the dance, the first time at the rodeo, so... Um, he's got two supermodels, fantastic. He's got two, super, two supermodels. And, and then he's done before the message comes back out that's saying it's a hoax. He's got, he's got 38 minutes. You do it well, twice. can we just say there's a 1.4 million population Wow. So let's just Hawaii, say... Which means a good chance that could have happened. Conservatively, let's say half a million people got that message. Conservative, yeah. half a million people. And they would have told at least another half a million. 
If you're getting that message, the first thing you're doing is calling someone you love. Oh, you are. You're either calling people, you're texting, you're forwarding, you're doing whatever you can. You just you are all over the place trying to warn people and tell people it's over. And there's nothing. I mean, I've been to Hawaii. It's not a big place. <laughs> it's, you know, you're pretty much screwed. And even if, even if, let's just say, and 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 obviously the reason why people panicked as well was because of Kim Jong Un, and they figured mm. that that Hawaii is the perhaps closest point where. Um, uh, Uncle Kim's me- ballistic missiles could possibly reach. Uncle Kim. So, <laughs> Uncle Kim. So even if Uncle Kim, um, so wrong me, um, so wrong me. <laughs> even if he I missed, even if they missed any of the islands, if you get close, you're going to cause a bit of damage in either a tsunami or or something like that. So, yeah, no, I saw that one. And I thought, oh, dude, <laughs> you are not. Today's not a good day. Could yeah. you imagine, right, at the end of the year, and he goes in for his performance review with his boss? He's sitting there. The checklist. <laughs> oh, my God. And it goes, and like, oh. uh, Barry, Ballistic Barry, um, would just like to, to thank you for, for your service this year. Um, we, we really appreciate what you've done. You've been on time, which has been fantastic. Um, you've shown up in uniform. That's really, really good. And your commitment to the job's great. One of your key performance indicators was doing the um, ballistic missile <laughs> testing of the system. We didn't actually have any real threats. And unfortunately, you fucking failed, Barry. <laughs> so out of five... You're getting a one, so you need a lot of improvement to that, Barry, because quite frankly, we're all a bit surprised you've still got a job. <laughs> oh, poor Barry. But, but we are in their defence, the defense, they have actually now set up a new system. It's a two-person system now. A two-person system to do yeah, the so test. So two people have to okay it, so it yes. can't just be done by one individual. So now we've just got to hope that there isn't two idiots still on the job. <laughs> Barry and Brian, <laughs> and you know what? Fucking Barry's gone surfing. No, Brian's gone <laughs> surfing, and he's gone. Fucking Barry, you are going to cover for me. I'm yeah, going to surfing. <laughs> here's my card. Just test the bloody system. You couldn't possibly do it twice. <laughs> the famous last word. <laughs> oh, so, so I tell you what. On your um, on your saying about the day, the fact that it is uh, what is the World Day today? You said again. Well, oh, no, strawberry ice cream day. But what was the other thing that got us onto this? Uh, blue Blue Monday? Blue uh, yes. Depression Day, 15th. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. So so he's not 15th. having a good year. <laughs> and he's not. Not good. In fact, he, it, he's it, would have, it would have been... Oh, it was the 15th here, because I think he did it on a Sunday in America. So he almost did it on that day. He was having a really <laughs> shit year. <laughs> But the good thing is, this is the worst his year is going to get. Well, I mean, hope. I just hope I, for him and his family. I just hope that they somehow are able to protect his identity. So well, he's only been known as worker so far. Like they've done pretty well there. Yeah, but someone's going to yeah. release it. Someone's going to go. Oh, I know. Here's, here's the worst case scenario in this situation, right? Jokes yep. aside, because yes. we love to get serious here at the South Road Boys. Oh yes, um, hang on, <laughs> <laughs> hang on. But jokes aside, 
Um, if now, in a couple of days' now, time, yes, there's a, a real one. Missile was actually launched. Yes, and suddenly this warning system has gone through all the phones and billboards and all this. So how many people are going to go? Oh, for fuck's Fucking sake, Barry! Barry. <laughs> <laughs> how how long? What? Okay, so if another one, right? We obviously know it didn't happen two hours later. But you're right. So say tomorrow it happens again. How much time do you think has to pass before people go? Oh, they might be. They might be real. This might be. This might be true. And then if you if you have one more that's that's fake, then you might as well just sack everyone and get rid of the that's system. Just cry wolf. Because no yeah. one's going to believe it ever. No. They'll just call it cried wolf. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so that's so. that's <laughs> very very interesting. So that is almost what uh, the Macquarie Dictionary would call a milkshake duck. <laughs> I actually saw something about this today, but I didn't see what it was. All I saw was the terminology or the wording and didn't see have, the reasoning behind it. Have you ever heard of that expression before? A milkshake no. duck. Right. I saw it written today, but I know yeah. nothing. So apparently the Macquarie Dictionary, um, which I believe is... Australian, um, their word of the year for 2017 was milkshake duck. Oh, fuck off. I've never even heard of it mentioned by anyone. But it's now becoming a buzzword. So everyone's going to be using it in 2018. I don't know anyone who used it in 2017. What's it even mean? What's it, a, what the hell is a it? A person... Okay, the dictionary defines it as a person who initially viewed positively by the media, but is then discovered to have something questionable about them, to uh, which causes the sharp decline in their popularity. Coined on Twitter by at uh, Plexiboat, a satirical Twitter account in June 2016, the phrase was selected by the Macquarie Dictionary as apparently summing up a tumultuous year of fake news or viral outrage at Donald Trump. Uh, um, what a load okay. of crap. I, so, I just don't understand how this happens. Okay, so the whole internet loves... Uh, sorry, uh, Pixelboat, at Pixelboat. The whole world loves uh, Milkshake Duck, a lovely duck that drinks milkshakes. Five seconds later, we regret to inform you that the duck is racist. <laughs> apparently, that's the ori- apparently, that's the original tweet. Like, that's the... That's what started the whole thing. Uh, apparently. Yep. Oh, this world is a funny thing. So, what was it? Um, one example of a milkshake duck is the red-sweated, uh, undecided voter Kenneth Bone, who became an overnight sensation after quizzing uh, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump on their energy poli- policies in the US presidential debate. The 34-year-old even described himself as the huggable, likeable guy in the middle of a really nasty and decisive debate. Debate. However, his rise to fame abruptly ended when he agreed to do a Reddit Ask Me Anything session, which allowed fans to read his entire history as an anonymous Reddit user. According to the Washington Post, he wrote about preg porn, talked about his life, his sex life after a vasectomy, and described uh, forging car insurance documents so I wouldn't get fired from my pizza delivery job while earning the money he needed to pay for his real insurance. So there you go. Apparently that is uh, an example of um, milkshake, milkshake duck. Milkshake duck. duck. That's the strangest oh. thing I've heard. 
This year. Never heard, <laughs> this year, yeah. You know what? Never heard it, and quite frankly, I don't think I'm going to use it either. Me either. <laughs> it doesn't even roll off the tongue. Like, there's nothing... Occasionally, you hear something that's a bit catchy, and you think, oh, yeah. And before even knowing what's happening, you're using it. Yes. Like, you yes, pick yes, yourself yes. up using it. It's like it's a little bit more like my, uh, to be honest, we had this discussion this <laughs> ages honest. ago. I don't think that even actually reached one of our podcasts, but... I realised I was saying it, and I pick myself up on saying it all the time. Yes, um, I'm not <laughs> going to pick myself up saying milkshake duck. <laughs> Why the hell would I say that? And it's not something you can just. It's not like saying lol, <laughs> which don't even get me started. It's not which was which was which is part of the same conversation. You can't say lol. You either laugh out loud, or you, or don't. you don't. Exactly. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Talking in acronyms. <laughs> uh, but no, nah, milkshake duck. That's um... milkshake duck. There you go. Um, also today, start of the Australian Open. Do you watch the tennis? No, I I used to watch a bit of it, but I must admit I don't watch a lot of it anymore. No, I have got the uh, have got the big bash going on the TV at the moment because to keep up with the mighty Tassie Hurricanes, though. Oh, what's the score? Uh, last time I looked, it was four for about one hundred and thirty. Uh, yes. Hurricanes are bowling, so... Oh, there you go. Big fan of the Big Bash League as well, by Big the way. Big Bash is fun. And for those people who... who uh, for those roadies out there who are not Australian or from the Commonwealth uh, or the subcontinent, I even think I even think the Dutch play cricket. Pretty much we're talking to America. Yeah, we're talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You don't have ballistic missiles to worry about, except for where Glenn McGrath's coming down at you 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Ah! It's not the, not the big bash, it's the big bomb. The big bomb. Big bomb league. BBL. <laughs> Still the BBL. The bad Barry lag. Uh, I don't know. Poor Barry. Anyway, poor Barry. Love, we love the cricket, love the big bash league, and some controversial decisions, but we probably... what Actually, actually the reason why I mentioned the... the the tennis is because um, Nick Kyrgios is being Nick Kyrgios again, telling yeah. people in the crowd, telling people in the crowd at the tennis, perhaps one of the games around the world that is defined by its etiquette, by defined by how what is appropriate behaviour. Where if you don't have appropriate behaviour, you can be you can be fined or you can receive a suspension or whatever. He turned to the crowd and said, shut the fuck up. <laughs> because he was being heckled. That's why I love the Australian Open. You look at the French, you look at the French at uh, the Open at Roland Garros or you look at Wimbledon, they wear white, you know, it's on grass and in, in France they play on clay. Um, it's very proper or whatever. But in Australia, pretty much boardies in a tank top <laughs> and you can play <laughs> and it's whatever colours you want. And it's screaming hot here. Like, not today, but it by, I think, a couple of days' time, by Thursday or Friday, it's going to be in the mid-40s or yeah. early 40s. Which and in, in the, on the court, that's going to be a lot higher. Yeah, and that's that's almost uh, 100 degrees Fahrenheit for those people who are, well, Wrong. America, basically. <laughs> <laughs> America or, and Japan, I think, are the only people who are measuring we, Fahrenheit We seem to be still. picking on America a lot right now. <laughs> well, no, no, not picking... Just explaining things because they just don't get it. Mm-hmm. Because they don't they don't understand cricket. It's not their fault. They have, they have baseball. 
Even Canadians play cricket. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do. Not not very well. But then again, they're not from. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, Holland actually, plays I th- cricket. <laughs> they do. I think. I think there's something. I, I think the French actually invented cricket. Which oh is really? really I didn't know that. Yeah, it was either the French or Canadian. So I think the Canadians have probably been playing cricket for longer than we have. The Netherlands um, play cricket. I'm just trying to think of all these countries now that play cricket. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Dutch? <laughs> you know, would you believe it? Even yeah. New Zealand play cricket. Oh, do they ever? <laughs> in their poo, poo brown one day international outfit. I tell you what, England play cricket, and the one day are yesterday. Yes. Uh, in which uh, I'm trying to think of the guy's name now because I, I can't remember. Um, highest one day international score in a 50 over match for an England player ever. What? 13? 180. <laughs> that's a big day out. It was phenomenal. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a batting lesson, that is. Yeah, it's impressive. Yeah, it anyway, is. a lot of people would probably don't give a flying duck about cricket. <laughs> <laughs> A duck milkshake. Um, one of the uh, other things that I found quite funny was there was a player, a female player, who received a court violation due to bananas. <laughs> now, exactly. Bananas. As in bananas. Like fruit. Loco Coco's Bizarre Banana Outburst. Now, we are not picking on Americans here, but American number 10 seed, Coco... <laughs> <laughs> Vanderwedge, Coco Vanderwedge, I believe is the pronunciation, but it could be Dutch or German. V a n d e w e g h e. Vanderwedge was issued with a code violation after refusing to play because no bananas were available for her to eat at Hyacinth Arena. Oh, you've got to be kidding me! <laughs> Apparently, um, she believed that it was the responsibility of the tournament to provide players with bananas and there were none there <laughs> there were none there on her break and she was like i mean come on it's not my fault she said during the argument with the umpire why do i have to play under a different set of rules i don't have to make myself uncomfortable because the uh, event is ill prepared now i would imagine like they take out a pretty big bag those players <laughs> You can always get a body in it. You could, and there's also generally a helper with them. And it's not just rackets; like you, they take a fair amount of kit out with them. I've got two kids, and it's not that hard to pack a couple of bananas when you go out. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, don't we live in this in this world now where everyone's just you know privileged and they're meant to get everything handed to them? I mean, these guys are getting a lot of money. Guys exactly. and girls, guys, guys, not meaning to be a sexual preference, um, <laughs> but seriously, I just, I, I don't understand the mentality of people that just can't do some things themselves now. But the, 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 the thing that it made me laugh was the umpire who basically said, uh, she said, I don't understand why you're being so rude about it. I'm being very cool. <laughs> now the here, so the, 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 the event managed to get bananas out to her. And she said, now they're here, do you mind if I have a bite? Now, she'd already gone over the time, the allotted time for the break. And the the umpire said, no, you can't just sit there and eat your banana. <laughs> you're an international, you're number 10 seed for crying out loud. We've got some tennis to play. Not, It's not snack time, you know. And so she took a bite in defiance 
And so she was hit with a uh, code violation for delaying (laughs) the game. Um, In the second set, she was hit with a full point penalty to appearing to curse uh, in the direction of her opponent. So apparently Coco Vandy, NHJ, not happy Jan. No, I tell you what, I can understand why the umpire wasn't happy with this say. Because, yes. I mean, purely from an <laughs> occupational health and safety point of view, if yes. that banana peel was on the court somewhere, we know what happens there. <laughs> Someone's going to slip on that and they're going to break a limb and yes. the Australian Open crew will be actually taken to court and it's going to cost them a lot more money. All because that silly girl yes. couldn't get her own bananas before the game. Bananas <laughs> are dangerous, man. You leave they those are. peels around... And we know that. We've all played games where we see what happens. Super Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Donkey Kong. <laughs> Donkey Kong. It's funny. Yeah, I I was listening to something or reading something. I think I was listening to it. Where they were discussing why we find the banana peel joke funny. And it apparently goes back to the vaudevillian times um, in, in America where... Instead of using horse shit, which was obviously quite prevalent around the place, because if people slipped on it, they fell over. Sounds pleasant. When, yeah, well, when when they went, when they took place to vaudeville, obviously they didn't want to put horse shit on the stage. They replaced it with bananas, and so that was the same effect. So people knew that bananas was really horse shit, and so people were slipping over, and that was funny. Because even now, if you see someone slip over in horse shit, that's funny. Like it, it doesn't matter who you are, where you are. If it's not you, it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> and so that's where it comes from, and that's why we still find it funny. Apparently, aren't we allegedly, are we a simple species? It doesn't take a lot. <laughs> I'm a simple man with simple needs. Uh, while we're doing simple things, yes, uh, I don't know if you recall here a, a couple of podcasts ago. Um, I had a wonderful joke. Oh, I hope you did. Which and one? It was uh, Mark Wahlberg, and it was uh, Will Ferrell, and it was. Uh, the oh, what was, what yeah. was now? Oh, so you're so old. <laughs> yes. Why? Uh, how old am I? That when, yeah. That when you when you're a kid, rainbows were <laughs> black and white. And I just love that joke. It was so funny. And yes. you know what? What I have a joke that will rival this. Oh, I love it. Right. And, the, and the funny thing is, it involves a character that I actually said initially because I said Will Smith initially you in did. that podcast. <laughs> And he said, did you say Will Smith? I said, no, I said Will Ferrell. And I thought you were being a dick. When I heard it later on, I actually said Will Smith. Yes. So, which I doesn't have mean a Will I'm, Smith joke. Which doesn't mean I'm not being a dick, but in that particular <laughs> instance, I was not. So, you ready for this? Oh, I, hang on. This, I've put, this is spectacular, man. Let me let me put my tenors on. Oh, <laughs> so good. Okay, go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just, Sorry. No, they, silence, silence. This is a good joke. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Here we go. Try it. Look at me. How do you find L- Will Smith at me in when the you... snow? Oh, look. You see, you, you can. You got to get this seriously, man. Ready? You ready? Okay. Look at me in the eyes. Done. How do you find Will Smith in the snow? I don't know. How do you find Will Smith in the snow? Now, I know initially you're thinking, oh, he's telling a racist joke. <laughs> but here we go. You know yeah. how? How? You look for the fresh prints. 
ice cream? Oh, it's so good. Oh, man. talking about an african-american man in the snow it sounds like it's going to be really racist well, but it's you, not you shouldn't need to find him because he'd probably stick <laughs> see that's racist you can't say that well why because you're not allowed to say that but why <laughs> his skin color is darker than snow unless of course he was wearing Snow-coloured stuff, he would stand out. But Fresh Prince, that is genius. That's good, isn't it? I found that today. I had a feeling you'd appreciate that. Oh, that's just genius. (laughs) That is absolutely... I love that so much. Thanks, man. I'm glad you appreciate that. (laughs) See, I do have some really positive input sometimes. You do. Hmm. You do, you do, you do. Even though it did take a while to even be able to tell it, because you're laughing, which makes me laugh. And I was trying to be straight-faced and serious. And even when you said, looking in my eyes, I realised I was looking at the screen, not yes. at the webcam. <laughs> <laughs> so I was probably looking at your chin. I noticed. I noticed. And I was so tech-savvy. We just are. We're just soaking <sighs> for the groove. Now, <laughs> speaking of... Oh, it's, it's a shit segue, but I'll do it anyway. Speaking of tech savvy, mm-hmm. you are, I'm sure, aware. Actually, I know you're aware of the website. What's happened? Cricket? I saw you have a wicket. I saw your hand yeah. go up. <laughs> yeah, Got yeah. him, yes! Uh, so the uh, the Heat are now 8 for 165. Oh. Actually, that's the end of their innings. So 165, big score. Big score for the uh, Hobart Hurricanes to chase. Yes. But they should be up for the task. Now, it's tech, the very tenuous. Tech savvy. It's not really tech savvy. Okay. You're, I know that you're aware of uh, Amazon, Amazon.com. And the if reason I wasn't, why I, it's probably because I'm I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the reason why I know that you are aware of Amazon is because you've written three books. Uh, that would be Deadlight, The End of Ever, and uh, Monochromacy. Yes. And all three of those books, uh, roadies, are available now to purchase online at Amazon.com. Look at you doing an a little plug. Dot .au, yes. And oh. seriously, come on, if you own a Kindle and you do not go and spend a dollar thirty-one to get <laughs> one of these books for your Kindle, you are a loser. You are an absolute I, I have a loser. feeling that you've got that in front of you because how would you know it was a dollar thirty-one? Dollar thirty-one. <laughs> the end of ever is three dollars ninety-nine, and monochromacy is a dollar thirty-two. So for what are we looking at? Four bucks, five dollars thirty, six dollars sixty, for six dollars sixty. Actually, it might be six dollars sixty-six. <laughs> you and you're can... probably you're probably getting. I'm trying to think, calculating words. So you're probably looking at. You're probably looking at about 260,000 words for that money. That's a bargain for $6.60. Wow, that's a lot of words. Do you, know, you know words? They're really, really cool. You put them in sentences. It's, it's <laughs> such a cool thing. Yeah, but you know what? I've got a dictionary. I can just make up my own stories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the dictionary. The uh, boorest read ever. It is, oh. but it, it's got everything in there. It everything. has got everything in there. <laughs> everything. Not, doesn't really flow. <laughs> no, it, it's a tough read, if I'm honest. Yep. 
Um, probably a little bit more than a tougher read than June, which I could not get through. <laughs> um, anyway, the reason why I bring up Amazon is because uh, whilst Amazon in Australia has only been an online presence for books um, and audio, I think some audio books and stuff like that, um, mm-hmm. they recently launched their online website here in Australia. Now, they they've been did. going in America for quite some time, and I think, uh, don't quote me, but I think the... The founder of Amazon has just been named the richest man ever. Really? I think he's earned more money than Bill Gates last year because I think Bill gives so much away. I think Bill started this thing oh, well done, Bill. with his billionaire mates. Well, because he invented Bing, so Bing billionaire Bill. <laughs> uh, I think he started a thing with his billionaire mates who basically said, look, you're a billionaire. You can not take a salary for a year. Just next year, just don't take any money. You're not going to be any worse off than what you are right now because you're a billionaire. <laughs> and yep. let's let's put your $500 million that you're going to make next year or your $20 million that you're going to make a year or whatever it is you're going to make next year, you just donate that to one of any charities. And if you need help picking out a charity, I've got a couple. And I think his charities focus on literacy in uh, developing nations... Um, medicine in developing nations and... I have seen a bit about that. And all that kind of stuff. So I'm sure you can look that up. But Bloody good job, Bill. Yeah, well done, Bill, you billionaire. Well done, Bill. <laughs> Bill wouldn't have certainly been sending ballistic missile messages to Hawaii <laughs> by mistake. He would have had someone at Bing getting that shit sorted and it wouldn't have been an error. It would have been a real ballistic missile that had it been coming out. If Bill you know, had been in charge. The sad thing is, I mean, yes. that guy had to live for quite a few years as Mill Gates. <laughs> Mill Gates? Because he was only a millionaire. <laughs> then he became Bill Gates, he could change it to Bill. So, well done, Bill. Because he must have felt really weird known as Mill for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> his, his real name's Millicent, and he's a post-op transsexual. <laughs> Millicent. <laughs> Millicent. He's, he's secretly a Kardashian. <laughs> No, we all we do. You know, we almost named my daughter that. True story. Uh, Millicent. Well, Millie was what her name was going to be. Okay. Which was which was named after her great aunt from America, who is a Millicent. So she was going to be. Never heard that name, but I like Millie. Millie's cute. Yeah, Millie's cute. But um, apparently, Millie Mater just sounded a little bit more. It sounds like you're in a Donald Duck cartoon or something. <laughs> well, considering considering her, her middle name would have most probably been... Uh, I, I wanted to make it Anne, so she'd be Eminem. <laughs> Millie Ann Mather. M-M-M-M. Oh. Anyway, back to Amazon. The reason <laughs> yes. why I bring up Amazon is because they had to recall a product that they uh, put out for sale recently... Because it was forced... Well, look, I don't know how to sugarcoat this. <laughs> so, right. For, on sale, what do you think they were selling for just under 800 Australian dollars on its UK and US websites? And it had to withdraw it based on the safety of children. Was it a drone? Oh, I wish it was. It was a training device. A training device? A training device. 
Okay. For children? Not for children, but children were the ones that they were concerned about. So, okay. <laughs> so it was, it featured... I got nothing. Yep. Surgical scissors. A, a what now? A, a scalpel. A plastic a practice dummy with prosthetic foreskin replacements and instructions. It was no a training. Way. It was a circumcision training kit. <laughs> it was a circumcision training kit. Well, let me know? guess. I'm going to go into branding. I'm going to say, was it called the foreskin frenzy? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was called Lifeform, and the kit was made by NASCO. Um, you got to be kidding. Basically what it is, it's imagine if you cut a... Oh, okay, so imagine... Sorry, a, I'm already a, like just crossing <laughs> my legs a little bit. Just. Okay, okay, so Ooh. what you've got is uh, <laughs> the uh, the size of a child from the belly button to probably about two centimetres down the leg, and that's where it's cut off. So effectively what you've got is a penis, some testicles, and some stumps. Right. Which, which is really funny considering we were just talking about cricket. <laughs> exactly. Got him, yes. It's the big um, slice league. <laughs> apparently medical students and physicians and other practitioners, other practitioners, I suppose in the Jewish faith you have a, a rabbi who does a brisk. So, okay, there's your other practitioners. I'm thinking, who else is going to be doing one of these things? Um, and it gives them practice. <laughs> and you've got replacement foreskins. So you can practice on... On uh, doing your home vasectomy kit. We have talked about some bizarre things, man, but this is up in the top five. It's got to be. 800 bucks Australian. 800 I mean, and I would have thought, I mean, I know that, um, I suppose circumcision is probably fallen out of, fallen out of favour. Now, nowadays. I mean, it was True. big. It was big in the 70s. And and I think most, well, I think most boys are circumcised if daddies. Yeah, now, that makes I, sense. I'm an exception to that rule because um, whilst I believe my father is circumcised, I am not, and that was because I was a very sick baby, and they thought that the that the the risk um, was just going to be too great. Mm. And and quite frankly, and plus it, you're obviously, as we know, a very well endowed <laughs> man. So cutting off that amount of flesh <laughs> would have been a risk to your health. Everyone, like you would have lost like a third of your body weight as a child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless you, but no. Um, and it's and it's not something I've thought about doing later on in life either. You know, I haven't gone. You know, what, you're not going to get the home kit. <laughs> <laughs> Do a couple of practice rounds. You know what, the home kit that's about the same size. Um, yeah. So, but I don't think, and I think, I, I think uh, you need to, it's it's not easy these days to to get your your son circumcised, but I don't think it's, there's a big need for it anymore. Um, I think there's some urban legends and urban myths that it's unsanitary and, and all that kind of stuff, but it's mine and I can wash it. It's mine and I can wash it as fast as I want. <laughs> It's an era now, though, I think, where kids tend to be a little bit smarter and, and taught better. So it was always really a cleanliness thing where they're thinking kids won't clean anything, but you've just got to teach them how to clean. Correct. That's all you have to so, do. Yeah, so it's just one of those things, but it's just a different time. Different time, different time. Now, hmm. that leads me to 
Oh, other, Jesus. Other stupid things that you can buy on Amazon. <laughs> do, 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 do. Stupid things. I love it now. We, we, you can we buy on Amazon. That's my I jingle. I love wonderful segment, though. Um, <laughs> and we do it, and then we never do it again. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to leave things alone. Mind you, this, this I like think, could be... The, like your force kid. Just leave it. <laughs> Billy Joel, leave a tender moment alone. <laughs> you can leave your skin on. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Baby, take oh, off your pants. Oh, what's really funny? It's Joe Cocker. <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought the commitments, but it's not. It's Joe Cocker. <laughs> oh, it's spectacular. Oh, seriously, we don't script any of this because we're not that funny. We're just oh, not. We wouldn't be able to come up with it. Oh. Cocker. <laughs> oh. oh, for all those 14-year-old boys out there who are laughing hysterically, Cocker. Oh. Cocker, yeah. There's a lot of people that will never know Jim, Jim who Joe Jim. Cocker was. That's his Joe Cocker's brother, Jim Cocker. Yeah. To be like Simon Jim. Smith. Didn't he play tennis, Jim Cocker? No, Jim Connor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, that was Jim Courier. Oh. Oh. Anyway, back to Amazon. Amazon. Um, oh, tell us some crazy things on Amazon. Oh. Okay. If one of if this... one of my books are in this list, I'm going to bitch slap you, just so you know. It actually, I think it is one of your books. Um, 80 pages of challenge accepted. The book is entitled Images You Should Not Masturbate To. Have you picked this as a theme? On the picture is a man, naked, who I think is in his 70s, knee high in water, surrounded by ice with an axe. For $10, um, it's also available on Kindle. So there you go. Nice. Um, look, whatever people want to do in the privacy of their own home, it's up to them. 80 pages of challenge accepted. Yeah. <laughs> That's the bit that I love. <laughs> um, for the $20.09, it comes in six sizes, a vinyl wall decal. So you know how people put you know, flowers and, and symbols on their walls? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, like a picture so on like the wall. A, yeah, like a picture on a wall, but it's a sticker sort of thing, but yeah, it's made right. of vinyl or whatever. And comes on. Used in kids' rooms quite a lot with characters and so forth. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. This one is a decal of half an Asian business person. So there's a man in his mid-40s. He's wearing glasses, brown shirt, blue jeans, cut off just below the belt. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's all there is. I don't know What's why. it meant to do? What? That's it. That's all it is. You buy the sticker, put it on your wall. How much is the sticker? Uh, twenty twenty five bucks. Oh, no fucking way! I buy one of them. Twenty five dollars. Twenty five. You don't even get the whole Asian man. Asian no, you aren't even that big. <laughs> exactly. You could fit three of them in one of the tennis players' bags. <laughs> Speaking of tennis players, for the sum of nine ninety nine, you can buy a headband with a mullet hair attached to it. I <laughs> know, oh, but that's actually pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, that's up there. Well, that has uses. It, well, I think in Australia we have an affinity for the mullet. 
You know, yeah. from 1980s footballers to Pat Cash. I mean, Pat Cash is effectively the headband and mullet. There was he a good is... probably decade to 15 years of mullets. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I, I, I get it. I had one. You know, chicks dig that stuff. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm married one? now. I'm fine. <laughs> I don't recall you having a mullet when you got married. I no. think you met her post mullet. <laughs> Uh, but I had a buffont. Oh. Yeah. Now, but I still think it was the size of your penis. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not. <laughs> oh. Oh, so there you go, Asian uh, man. Um. Anyway, back to yep. books. There's a book mm-hmm. by Robin Cook. Oh, Robin Cook, yes. Which is really funny because it's a recipe book. I don't even know oh, whether or not that's a pun. Oh. For two dollars ninety nine on Kindle, Kindle, the easy for you to say, twenty five placenta recipes, easy and delicious recipes for cooking with your placenta. Oh, that's just oh, that's... you know what? For a little bit of added tastiness, yes, you can just just throw in a shaved foreskin, <laughs> <laughs> sprinkle that across. Beautiful yeah. taste. Um, speaking of books and names that are kind of interesting. Like, obviously, yes. that was funny with the cook being recipes. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. actually an author on uh, Kindle, on Amazon. Mm-hmm. It goes by the name of, I think it might be Stephen R. King. So, not, I might the, have got, not, the, no, not Stephen the Stephen King. King. No, so I might have got the initial wrong, but it's there's an initial there. Yes. But on all of his books, he uses the exact same font that Stephen King uses for his name. Right. And there's hundreds if not thousands of complaints of people saying that they bought these books because they believed it was Stephen King expecting to be not yeah this guy the not Stephen King trick people into it and there's still all these people on there even that don't still realize you look at all the reviews and it's um I've really enjoyed his work for years but this book is terrible I'm never going to read any more of his books and <laughs> it's just it goes on it's a really interesting read very very clever though from this person's point of yes. view yes Yes. But a complete rip-off. Well, that's, well, it is clever, but I suppose that's, that comes up there with the best-selling cricket match in Australian history was a, a test match at the Adelaide Oval. And the reason why is was because the um, the promotion code, the, the, the ticket number, they did, obviously didn't write the, the venue is Adelaide Oval. They just wrote, uh, wrote A-D-E-L, Adele. <laughs> who was also touring in Adelaide. So in 37 minutes, the Adelaide Oval Test sold out all five days. So I did <laughs> not know pe- that. Because people thought they were going to go and see Adele. <laughs> not Australia takes on Pakistan or something. That is spectacular. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hopefully there's a lot of Adele fans <laughs> that love cricket now. <laughs> oh, how could you not? Take me to the other side. Oh, that's gold. It is. It is. That deserves. Clever. That deserves for three seventy five a dick trophy from Amazon. It is a penis on a plaque, and it says "World Champion." That's it. You can buy a dick trophy. See, once again, that also though was something I could see people buying. That'd be yep. a great um, secret Santa present at work. This would be actually, a great thing for your your sporting club. You know, for someone that maybe. Drop the most uh, taxes for the year. You know, maybe. 
maybe the guy who's in charge of the early warning system for the ballistic missiles in Hawaii. <laughs> Employee of the month. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think this next one, though, I think this next one is what you get for your secret oh. Santa. It's going to cost you $9.80. It's a pillowcase. And on the pillowcase, lying on leopard print, is a shirt off picture of Nicolas Cage. Oh, really? <laughs> it's a pillowcase. So, where are we talking? Are we talking like Conair Nicolas Cage or old kind of now Nicolas Cage? No, no, young young Nicolas Cage. Sort of, he looks long ripped. hair, long hair mullet. No, Conair. unfortunately. Oh, so see, that pro- did suit him. The mullet was a big one on Cage. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> the oh, reason why is... I remember that is that Nick Cage's um, Conair, I think, is actually now on. That's either Netflix or Stan. I saw it the other day and thought, you know what, that I reckon would still be a great movie to watch. It is a great movie. I love that film. Oh, it's I a really, great film. I thought it was. I mean, look, it's not going to challenge you mentally. No. But it's a good suspense, you know, blow shit up movie. So if you're oh, after that a... wonderful line of um, you know why couldn't you just put the bunny back in the box? Spoilers, exactly. <laughs> spoilers, <laughs> just brilliant, so good. If you haven't seen Con Air by now, bad fucking luck. <laughs> yeah, bad luck. <laughs> Here's one for you: an anthropomorphized. Oh, well, that's a big word. A uh, what? What? Anthropomorphized. Anthropomorphized. <laughs> Resin bananas. Having sex, reverse cowgirl, reverse cowgirl style, for seventeen dollars on Amazon. Maybe we should give that to tennis players at the Australian Open. <laughs> why would you buy that? And here's the last one. Here is the last. Why would you buy this? Okay, a life-size Bigfoot statue that's six foot tall and weighs one hundred and fifty pounds, and that will set you back. $799. So basically, you're going to buy me, only skinnier and hairier, <laughs> as a statue. You know what, though? You know what? I would prefer to buy that than yes. a circumcision teach-it-yourself kit. <laughs> they, they, do have, they do have one, though, that teaches you just how to do suture work. Like, it's not oh, it's just anything not else. You can buy... Yeah. Have you? Do you know what goosh pants are? No, I do not know what goose pants are. <laughs> goose pants. On the front, it looks like you've wet yourself, and on the back, it looks like you've shat yourself. Fourteen ninety nine on Amazon. <laughs> you see, these are great things to buy Pebble for a bit of a shitstorm, like a bit of fun. Yep. And makes you wonder how many they actually buy, how many they actually sell. Why would they? Why would you be? I don't even know why people would make them. That's the thing that I like. <laughs> I get that, like, I get that people are wanting to buy it as a gag, but who comes up with the idea to make it? Stoners. <laughs> now, okay. 55 gallons, so a 55-gallon bottle of oil-based, water-based lubricant for $1,200. <laughs> You must be really into it. Yeah, but you know, if you're managing a really large scale professional brothel, oh yeah, no fair call. You can distribute those into little pump jars. Yeah, 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 like a little hand sanitizer. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 
and over about a 30-year period, you're going to save 15 bucks. <laughs> so that's beneficial. You know who would buy all this stuff, though? This actually is something that I did see today. Yep. You know who would be able to buy all this? And you know who wouldn't even care, would buy the whole lot, wouldn't even care? Who? There's a 20-year-old dude in Florida mm-hmm. who was a sole winner of a $450 million tax lotto draw. Oh, my goodness. 20 For how? years old. Oh, dude. $450 million mother freaking dollars. Now, I think in the States, they do something like you can have that over 40 years or yeah. you can take a one-time payment. But you of... lose a lot in tax or something, don't you? No, I think but what they do is so it's $400 million, and I think they offer you $50 million right now. Right. And I'm not sure, because I think in Australia, you, you any winnings is tax-free. Anything that you win, I think, in Australia I is tax-free. I think you're correct on that. I'm not sure what it's like in the States. I reckon they'll probably take their cut. But even if it's half, $200 million... That's insane. ...is crazy loco. I can't even imagine it. I can't even imagine having that much money where you can do anything you want to do and yes. nothing will be a problem. What would be the first what? what what would be the first thing So here's my problem. I win that money, I'd still go into work and give them a month's notice. <laughs> Cuz it's just the right thing to do. But here's the thing though, like I kind of get that because I'm a little bit like you like Yes, you don't have to work for the money, but you're not an arsehole. So you don't want to put anyone in the lurks and all the rest of it. But yeah. here's the thing, though. The time you are there working, yes. <laughs> all your workmates are going, fuckers won $200 million. What's he here for? He's just rubbing it in our, no- rubbing our noses in it. That's all you it could... is. He's laughing behind his face right now. Behind <laughs> La- his motherfucking face, he's laughing. <laughs> your face is laughing. <laughs> But you couldn't tell anyone. If you won that amount of money, you could not tell anyone. Because if you did, there would be no way of stopping the onslaught of people at your door. Uh, It'd be out of control. At your phone. You might as well put your mobile phone in the toilet and flush it. Because it's Twitter, Facebook, text message. It'll just blow up. And that's with people that you know. Imagine then that um, it becomes public knowledge. Every charity out there that is representing a great cause, I have no, I have no qualms against charities raising money or whatever. But all of those will be like, he doesn't need two hundred million dollars. All we're after oh, is definitely. a million. And these, some of these charities, a million bucks is them for two or three years. That's what they can raise. So, yep. I just couldn't imagine the pressure of it. It'd be so difficult. So so difficult. You would nearly have to. I'd not move to another country. Do you know what I reckon I'd do if if I won that amount of money and it's probably the only response. I reckon the first thing you'd do would be an insane shopping spree on Amazon. <laughs> you <laughs> I, would have because so you would get shit face, even though you shouldn't drink. You would yep. have one night of getting shit face, and you'd drunk order everything, and you'd have all this shit <laughs> arriving over the next month. You know, bananas having sex on a trophy, half Asian bloody men to stick on the circumcision wall. training kits. <laughs> And, and three of them, <laughs> three of them, <laughs> and, and every and oh and, look, 
a life size. Uh, I was going to say a Wookie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Actually, you know, one of the first things I buy a life size R two D two. I've always wanted one since I was a kid. <laughs> there you go. Why? If you've got two hundred million bucks, I reckon you could afford that. I reckon you could probably for two hundred million bucks, you could contact JJ and you could get yourself in the next Star Wars. As as someone who is like R two D two, they just have to make you taller or cut your legs off. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think R two D two, but the cylinders are a little bit more robust. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like R fifteen D fifteen. Not so much the two anymore. Yeah, <laughs> Definitely the step yeah, up. It's been around a while. Yeah. It's been it's been a while. <laughs> Uh, stained, I think, is the uh, artist on that one. Isn't it? Is it or is it Creed? No, stained. No, I think it's stained. Yeah, mm. just be radies at home. Yeah, there you go. A little, little <laughs> bit of music trivia. <laughs> <laughs> music trivia with Troy. Yes. <laughs> oh well, there you go, buddy. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, I think that that's us for today. Uh, mate, it's always a pleasure. Never a chore. It? <laughs> now, be- before before we go. Is there oh, yes. an update? Is Hobart decided to bat yet? Oh, yes, they are there. Hobart is sitting at 1 for 28 off 3.2 overs. So, tracking okay, but certainly need to step it up. Excellent. And on that note, I am Joe. I'm Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are. <laughs>